0: Welcome back, guys. Today, I have a very special episode for you. I'm going to share with you one of the most important elements to my trading strategy, something that I implement every single day in order to give myself the best opportunity at being profitable in the stock market. That is the subject of today's episode. Welcome to the Making of a Trader podcast. This is episode six. (laughs) So welcome back, guys. Today is a day for sharing a key secret towards achieving success in the stock market. This is something that, um, as I said, I, I implement daily in order to give myself the best chance at a positive outcome. Uh, And what we're focusing on today is entry and exit points. And most specifically, um, where we plot those entry and exit points. And it is all based around support and resistance lines. So for me, a huge turning point in my consistency level was when I decided to take the time and effort to actually plot out on my charts well before entering any trade where the support and resistance lines are. Um, And if if this is something that's new to you, effectively support and resistance lines are where historically a stock has Held above a certain price point, and where it struggled to get above a certain price point. So, um, let me give you an example. If you looked at a stock that was um, that that was matching your your criteria, and it was making it onto your to watch list, and it was something that you would be interested in trading if it's set up correctly, um, what you then do, what I then do, is I, I I load up the chart on my um, charting software, and I look back on its historic pricing action. And I look at those levels um, at where it's struggled to get over. So if I give you an example, say you get a stock that has, you know, two, three, four times in the past, struggled to get over, say, 395. Um, and you could also plot on the chart where it's held, it's pulled back off those kind of levels and held a price point of, say, 360. So, um you you can basically look b- over the, the 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 historic data and see where that's happened multiple times So when you couple that with the fact that um, a stock is moving up on volume, it has a catalyst, uh, it has a certain float size, um, all these sort of elements that you use to wheedle down all the stocks that you're not interested in, and and therefore you're only left with the ones that you are interested in, then when um, that stock does come into play, then you are familiar with where it's likely to struggle to get over. And um, as and when it pulls back where it 's likely to hold its its pricing point, and if you 're entering into a trade without understanding exactly where those lines are, then you 're pretty much going into the trade blind because it, what some people do is they will say, use this example if the stock is um pushing up uh, and it 's hitting all the scanners, and everyone 's jumping in on this on this trade because it's it 's you know, ramping up to 395, and it's um, setting new highs. And it looks like if it broke the the $4 level, which is like the whole dollar, it then has room up to say, for argument's sake, 450. So you've got a clear run. So if it breaks that four level, it's going gonna, it's gonna to ramp up to 450. So some people will be getting in uh, at that sort of three ninety three ninety five 395 level, um, predicting that, or hoping that it, it then breaks that four and then has a a quick surge up to towards 450. So they'll jump in f- um, f- for the prediction and, uh, and then, you know, get the home run and make a, you know, a big return. Now, what could happen is you could jump in at that sort of three ninety three ninety five 395 level, it could then push up to that sort of 395, 4 level, and then reject. So then what you get what's known as a pullback, so it will, the stock will pull back to a certain point. So what some people will do is they will get in at that 395 level and then it rejects and pulls back hard so then they're in a lot of pain because they're thinking well I don't know where this is going to pull back to because I don't know where the support lines are so again what some people do is they'll give themselves just a generic uh, 20 cents of wiggle room so if they get in on any stock uh, if it pulls back more than 20 cents from their initial entry point then they're just going to they're going to you know bail out and, uh, and, and take the loss and you know that's that is a risk management strategy of a certain type. Um, it's not particularly robust. Um, and I suppose the, the one good thing is that you know you, you're only going to take a maximum of 20 cent loss. But if, if, that all, if that's all your risk management strategy is, then you could be taking that 20 cent loss on every trade that you take. Um, and, unless you're lucky that you do get in on the one that then does break the whole dollar and then and goes for a, a big run. So what would be a better strategy is if you, um, if you wait for the confirmation. So as I said to you in, in one of my previous episodes, is that we're taking the prediction out of the trade. So we don't want to guess or hope that it does something. So we get in on the anticipation of the move what we're doing is we're reacting to what the stock is doing. So for me, I would prefer that stock to ramp up to that sort of level, knowing that there's a a resistance line at 395 and see how it performs at that level. So if it pops up to that level, even if it pops slightly above it, if it then rejects and pulls back and can't hold that level, then I know that that resistance line, which I already knew was there, is proving to be a difficult level for it to, to overcome. So then where is it going to pull back to? So as I said uh, in this example, there's a, there was, there's a support line at 360. So if that stock is, is pushed up to 395 and then starts pulling back, the other thing to, to consider is you need that stock to actually test that support line. Well, I, I I look for the ideal entry point. So my in this example, my ideal entry point would be as close to that 360 level as, as humanly possible. So what can happen is you, you, you get this ramp up and then you get a bit of a pullback. And say it pulls back from that 395 level to 375. So it's pulled back 20 cents. It's actually probably shaken a lot of people out because then you're going to have people that are just jumping in on the anticipation and then getting out because uh, it's pulled back sort of 20 cents and they they don't want to take too much pain on on that trade. Um, But what we know is that there's a resistance, uh, a support line, sorry, at 360. So I would like to see it pull back to that sort of 375 level, try and then uh, recover and then pull back further to the support line and actually test properly test that support line and where it pulls back and holds that 360 level, if there's still significant volume in that uh, in that trade and then it starts to set new highs, then I would be looking at getting an entry at that sort of level and I would be trying to get in as close to that 360 level as possible. Now, that does two things for me. One is that gives me um, a very small um, Risk level. So I know that if it can't then hold that 360, where's the next support line? Um, and that brings me to uh, to a point that I'll I'll, I'll cover in a second. Um, but if you're if you're if you're getting in at that 360 level, then and it does hold and then starts to pop, I would be looking at getting out at any pop up towards uh, that 395 level. So if I'm in at 360 and it starts to pop up, I don't have to wait for it to then. Go up, test that 395 level, break it, break the four whole dollar level, and then ramp up to 450. If it did that, fantastic. But what I don't have to do is wait for it to do that. I can just start to piece out towards that that level that I know is potentially going to struggle at. So at a three, if I'm in at 360 or as close to 360 as possible and it starts to pop up to 370, 380, I could be piecing out up to that point. And don't forget, you know, these small gains add up. If, you, if you're in at 360 and you get out at 380, that's a 20 cent gain. If even on just 1,000 shares, that's a $200 um, win. So, you know, that, that could be a nice, safe, um, fairly sort of predictable bread and butter trade. And if you have the patience and discipline to just wait for those setups and nail those ones consistently, then those two hundred dollar gains, those hundred dollar gains, those you know three hundred dollar gains, whatever they end up being, they start to add up. So you know, aim for doing, trying to do just one of those a day. Um, you know, a two hundred dollars a day is a thousand dollars a week. You know, so suddenly you're starting to actually accumulate. Um, decent returns, and what you're also doing is you're limiting your your um, potential for loss because if it starts to trend d- below that three hundred and sixty level where you got in, then your trade thesis is is dead. So you're then looking for an exit point. So if it can't hold that three hundred and sixty level and starts to starts to trend down below, and you're getting out there, I mean your risk level isn't twenty cents. Your risk level is a few cents. So you've got a much better risk reward. Uh, ratio so you 're risking a few cents you know I mean you could get it give it wiggle room or you get sometimes what 's called slippage where you know you 're trying to get out and you, you can 't get it filled so you 've got to cancel your order and and, and slam the bid so you, you know you can get some slippage, and that type of thing can happen anyway so what you what you need to do is limit your um, exposure to any risk so if you 're getting in at the sort of pivot point at the sort of level at which, if it doesn't hold, I'm not interested, you then have a very small um, potential for for loss, but a much, much bigger potential for a gain. And if you're not then greedy and thinking, well, I'm going to wait for this to make the home run, I'm going to, um, um, you know, it's going to get from where I am at 360 to, it, it will then go and break that 395 level, and I'll get in when it starts to smash over four. If if you have that kind of attitude, then again you you could be um, risking you know giving back all the gains. So what you need to be doing is getting in at the best potential support level and then selling the pops. So each time it attempts to get over that, even if it only pops ten, fifteen, twenty cents, you know you you've basically got in at the ideal uh, entry point and you're you're just getting out of the stock on any potential. Um, Uh, retest of of where it was earlier. The other element to consider in this strategy is that you never really want to be putting yourself in a position where you're going all in on your first entry. So um, using this example, um, say the stock had ramped up to that 395 level and then it pulled back to 375 and you thought for whatever reason, maybe the pricing action was looking like it was then going to base at that level and then retest those highs where it was, so you get in at 375, if you get in at that level, um, and then it then pulls back to the actual support line that you know is there, which is 360, but you're in at 375 full size, then you've got no opportunity to add in at that ideal entry point, because you've kind of got in premature at the 375 level, and you've gone all in, because you, you only want to take one entry and one exit. So then you, you're kind of stuck. So you're sitting there at a price point that you would ideally want to be getting in at. So you're thinking, oh, I wish I hadn't got in at 375. So immediately you, you've you compromised your trade right from the beginning. So again, is what I talk about with taking the prediction out of the trade. We don't want to, it to pull back to a certain level. And then you're predicting that this is the level that it's going to stay at now so I'm going to get in here because it's only going to go up. You don't know that that's going to be the case. So in order to mitigate mitigate against that risk, you only really, really, if you really felt like you needed to get in at 375, then you should only really be getting in at very small starter position size. So again, as an example, say you like to have 1,000 shares in a, in a position. Well, if it pulled back to that 375 level, I would only be looking at getting in for 100 or 200 shares, you know, a real small entry starter position in case my initial entry wasn't ideal and then i knew that should it then pull back to my ideal entry point which was the the proper support line at 360 i can then add in because because i still have the buying power to do that whereas if i'd got in at full thousand shares at 375 and then it pulls back to 360 i'm sitting there thinking i wish i hadn't got in at 375 and i wish i could get in at 360 because that's the ideal entry point um, and you you're already sitting there with sort of fifteen cents of pain, and um, and you've fully compromised your your trade right from the very beginning. So we we don't want to be predicting. We don't want to be guessing where it's going to be basing at. We want to be um, already you know fully aware of where it's likely to hold, um, and then piecing into the position so you can start to build a position into the stock. Um, so your your average price for your shares is is as close to that ideal entry point as humanly possible and then really you also need to be aware of where the next support line is below that so say it does pull back and then pull back properly to 360 and starts to hold that 360 level and you get in but then it dips back down to the next support line at say 350 then again I don't want to be in at full size at 360 thinking well if it now drops, I have no choice but uh, but to get out and, and 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 you know minimize my loss. Whereas if you already if you still have buying power, say you're only in it at that point, uh, you know half size, you still have the opportunity to add in if it's testing key levels, and then should those levels hold and it starts to give you confirmation and starts to pu- push back up, then you can add in to the winner. So that you 're piecing into the already winning trade and maximizing your your potential wins, so uh, these are all things that I will be covering in my the making of a trader course um, which will be uh, which will be being launched in the next um, month or so so um you know we 'll go into much more detail on these, but for this podcast, I just wanted to help uh, anyone who's sort of struggling with with you know getting in and um, feeling frustrated because they've got in at the wrong point um, or jumping in a bit too quickly because they just want to get in and, and the excitement or anticipation is getting, getting the better of them. You know, these, drawing out these lines gives you the confidence to say, if, if this then runs without me, fine, I'm okay with that because it never gave me my entry point. As I said in, in previous episodes, no entry equals no trade so unless it pulls back to the point i wanted to pull back to and proves that it can hold a certain support line i'm not interested in that trade i won't then totally change my thesis just because it's making a big run i will then look sit sit back and look at it and go oh well it's running without me that's a shame i didn't get an entry and and you have to build up to that level to, to be able to say, that's fine, I'm okay with that. I'm, I don't care if it runs without me. It wasn't my trade because it didn't give me my ideal entry point. The As I said, the clue is in the title. It's an ideal entry point because it's the ideal place to get in. If you get in and it's not ideal, again, the clue is in the title. That's not an ideal place to be getting in on that trade. So if you can say to yourself, I know I have i have got into trades and immediately regretted my entry um position um you don't beat yourself up about it 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 happens to everyone um there are ways in which you can manage that there are ways in which you can protect yourself against that um and a lot of them will boil down to entry um, and not just going all in on on your first entry or even your first or second entry, actually piecing into the 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 play based on confirmation, but knowing where those support and resistance lines are absolutely key to just opening your eyes up to the trade. You 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 don't want to be going into any trade blind. If it starts to to run, where how do I know where it's going to go? So. You know how can I predetermine what where my sort of profit target is? You know if it's if it does break that three ninety five four level, you know where is it going to go? So do I wait for it to hit four fifty or do I just start to get out on the way up? Um, well, play it safe. Start getting out on the way up. You know if you can you can piece out of a trade as well as piece into it. So if it starts to 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 run, start taking profits along the way. Um, and then if 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 it's starting to fail at a level that you know it's likely to start failing at then you know start getting out of that position because you don't then want to risk giving back all those unrealized profits because it's simply not going to get over a certain point never try and be the hero in a trade just play between the lines these lines are your your uh, lines of opportunity so you you want to be trading um between The support and resistance lines Um, and if it's pulled down to a a key support line one that's you know a very clear support level then it's really quite likely that's then going to bounce off that support level towards the the resistance line so if you're getting in on the entry that's ideal and as close to that that pivot point as possible then if it does bounce off that level you're going to be able to lock in you know, some sense along the way um, towards that, that uh, upper resistance level. But you don't want to sit there and think, right, I'm not taking this off because, you know, I want at least 50 cents a share out of this trade. If that's not realistic, because to, in, the, in order to give you 50 cents, it's got to get through two or three key resistance levels, then, you know, Perhaps start taking some profits along the way because there's a very very good chance that it won't get through all of those levels and then you you can end up stopping out because it 's pulled back down and then not held your entry point or your or support line and then you're you're sitting there with having gone from unrealized profits to to actually having to realize um, losses so know where the levels are and play between those levels so that you um, are going into the trade completely with your eyes open and with a realistic trading plan before you've even begun. So anyway, uh, I'm going to leave it there. Hopefully that has helped you. Um, if you have any questions at all, please do um, message me. I am more than happy to, to answer um, as many questions as I, as I can. I, I'm, I've had quite a few coming through and I'm you know, I'm happy to help. So um, send them through. If you follow me on Instagram, you know, DM me. Uh, you can do the same on Twitter um, or message me through my website, Um, But either way, um, you know, just play it safe. Don't try and be the hero. Know where the levels are. Know where those lines are and just trade between them. Um, and that is a good way of trying to keep yourself as safe as possible and trying to improve your consistency levels because these are these lines are there for a reason um they have held and they have um, struggled at those levels um multiple times in the past therefore yeah, it 's it 's quite likely that they will do again so uh if all the elements are in place, then trade between the lines and um lock in those profits along the way anyway thank you so much for, for listening. Please subscribe, like, share. I um, want to get this message out to as many people as I can. And I will see you on the next one.